0: Welcome to a special edition of Wood Talk, an NWFA podcast. I'm Brett Miller, here today with Michael Martin, President and CEO of NWFA, and some very special guests. I'd like to welcome Michael Fisher, Alfred Melka, and Ashley Carter from Lobo Welcome, guys.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you. It's great to be here. We really wanted to uh, take this opportunity to celebrate this special time with you and your company, and it just so happens today is the 100th birthday of your company. Can you go ahead and just elaborate on what this day means? And, and even more importantly, for us, I think from a, a, a very special for us that this is actually happening on opening day of Expo 2022. Michael, would you like to introduce yourself and, and just talk a little bit about this?
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Um, yes, um, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Michael Fisher. I'm 64 years old, and um, this is a very special emotional day for me because um, it's exactly 100 years ago, and my father, Dr. Max Fischer, he started and founded the company Loba um, in Ditzingen. and it's close to Stuttgart in southwest of Germany. After, after he did this great um, pioneer work, starting with household candles, ski waxes, and some wax cleaners in 1920 20, uh, 22. They developed a lot of different kinds of businesses into in words, very visionary, very, very innovative as a chemist, as a doctor of a chemi, chemi. They, um, a really milestone was in the fifties when they started the first commercialized thermal isolation, outside thermal isolation systems, which is known and the rights later would be sold to um, drive it in the U.S. So this is a market leader here. So it comes from this Loba company um, on Stutt- in Stuttgart. My dad um, was 72 when I was born. So you can imagine um, there was a third party management over some years. And I take over his heritage 1st um, July 1998. 1990 and my first jobs were really to to focus the business on what we do today with our professionals um, in this hardwood flooring coating finishes and care and maintenance products and um, I had a lot to do to bring this family spirit back to the business so um, let's say the passion what we talk about the orange brand And um, I started the internationalization of the business. And we started in 1998 with the first one in Poland, Warsaw, Poland. So the Loba Raven um, landed there in Warsaw. And it was a big dream for myself always to start a business in the U.S. In the beginning of 2000, 2003, 2004, we started doing some export business from Germany into the U S. Um, we just met a guy who was one of our first partners there, Kurt Zweifel, and I'm um, proud to see him again. And, um, finally the dream came through. And in 2008, the Raven landed in Charlotte, North Carolina. And the guy besides me, maybe Alfred, you would like to talk a little bit because that was your part.
2: Yeah, thank you, Michael. Um, I'm happy to talk about uh, the beginnings here in the States, because uh, that made a huge impact uh, in my life, in my family. Um, And um, the early days, uh, like you said, um, when the Raven landed in North Carolina, it was just um, an idea. uh, And we we knew we had great products um we represented the loba and the Vakol side as a 50 50 joint venture between loba and Vakol. the amount of trust and the amount of um yeah the amount of trust i got from the owner of both companies were just great and we always knew that we we're going to be in this market in this business for the long run not for the short um, amount um, not for the short time we Really enjoyed the, the the first days. It was hard. I mean, it was 2008. It was the bottom, the downturn of the economy. Um, it was at the bottom of, of everything. Every, every time we talked to a customer, he said, leave me alone. We are in survival mode. Um, uh, we can't take any, on any new product. But, you know, once we got, um, our easy finish into the hands of, of, of the first contractors, they loved it and they reported back to us that it is a great product and is, uh, made with with care and and love and we knew from the beginning uh, that the product was great and um, so that was just the beginning of the success and then um, little by little we started to talking to more people and uh, we got involved with the uh, fellows at the nwfa and that helped to uh, start everything our dedication to education and helping customers and helping contractors on the job side brought us to today where we are today so we are very happy to be where we are today celebrating our 100th anniversary
3: well we can't thank you guys enough for all the partnership that you've given us over the last few years and 2008 was a definitely a tough time to come into this marketplace i came to nwfa in 2011 and it was still a tough place to be and to start a business and so the partnerships though that i think started then are stronger today because of those difficult times and uh, there was just a tendency to try to keep the industry going and keep everything going together. And it's nice to finally be through the COVID phase and back together. And so I think you guys couldn't have picked a better time to have a birthday than today. Because as we walked the show floor this morning, it's definitely crowded. Your booth had so many people in it. You guys were standing outside of it when we came up. So I think That's it's right. just a great time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've got planned here at Expo this week? Thank you, Michael. My name is Ashley Carter. I am um,
4: currently the chief operating officer for Lobo Vocal and. North America, yeah, I can absolutely tell you what we have going on this week we We have quite a few events planned, so I guess before that I want to thank brett and and Michael both for inviting us here to uh to be involved with this I'll say uh one quick thing that you know when I came on board in twenty seventeen and Alfred went back to uh to Germany one of the the things that he he left me with uh one of the the main things he left me with was stay involved with n w f a that's a huge key to our success. And he was absolutely right. You know, it's been a big part of, of who we are and um, education, making sure that our contractors and our partners are set up for success is uh, is really a major part of our recipe. It's a pretty simple recipe, but it's a major part of it. So we're happy to do it. And um, this week is all about celebrating some of that. You know, for a 100 years is, is a lot to say uh, in itself to be successful for such a long time um but what we have planned next is is carrying on that heritage and it's exciting so we have uh, a booth at uh, booth 631 we 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 encourage everyone to join and come by and see us but we have a happy hour planned um uh, to celebrate with everyone here at the show and this evening we have a um, we have a party on a on a on a yacht parked right outside of the convention center and some of our closest partners and friends will be celebrating with us this evening and um so we're really excited about that and then tomorrow is is all about making sure we say thank you to to everyone that's been involved and in, in a big part of that success. So we've got a lot going on uh, here at NWFa this week, but this is a full year long celebration. You know that will continue on. We have a lot of different promotions that our customers will see throughout the year. Additional celebrations in various parts all around the world. Uh, I'm not sure how many countries and subsidiaries were. We're dealing with now, but it's quite a few. So there'll be a year-long party all around the world. That's already started, I believe, in, in Australia. But That's right. we uh, we expect that from the Australians, so we're happy with. It. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we have we have a big big you know, long year of of planning going on, and, and we're excited about it. So thank you, Michael.
3: Sure. Well, we're just we're honored that you're using Expo as your kickoff point, and uh, tell us a little bit about what you unveiled this morning. You know, our our goal was to create something that showed the the
4: the hundred years of connections connected success and that was that was a big part of that so maybe Mr Fisher you want to talk a little more in detail about the passion behind that
1: the the idea of this of this anniversary logo which is um you need to you need to look twice to understand um is you you can see a fluid that's a chemical formulation you can see the points as well on one side it's a it, we are dealing with fluids with chemical stuffs. And on the other side, you can see the points of an international network um, from our partners, customers, partners, and as well from our from our global global orange team all over the world. Maybe I want to add to, to Ashley that um we have um partners in and customers in sixty-five c- countries um on the planet, and this makes us really, really proud. Um we were always going to try to, f- to have a kind of, uh, let's say, best, best products in our industry and with an excellent service. But the key for success, as well as the last years, because we come here to stay and not to leave, is that our team is incredible. They work so hard and it's always really fun and I'm honored and it's a pleasure to work with these people. For such a long time, myself over 31 years, and now I hand over the baton to the next generation and they will, I'm sure they will be doing even better.
3: What would you have to say to companies who have, you know, you entered a fairly mature market here in the States where the products that you sell were pretty already defined. Uh, There's a lot of contractor loyalty to a lot of brands, but I would have to say that in the time period that you've been here, um, there's a lot of passion around your brand. Your contractors really talk about it a lot. They talk a lot, of, a lot about it on social media. How would, you, how would you say you develop that? Because I think that's something that a lot of companies who are trying to grow in this market face is a is a mature market where everybody kind of knows what they're doing. Yeah, Michael. Um, I think the key is
2: I can. I think I can summar, summarize it up. Sum it up uh, with three words: care, competence, and commitment. Uh, the three values which stand behind our brand. And you mentioned it. Yes, we have a great product. Um, yes, other people have great product too. Um, no question about that. But I think what really makes a difference is the brand and what the brand stands for. Like I said, care. We truly care about customers. We truly care about uh, the whole supply chain, not, not, not just the end user of the product, but also the distributor who makes a living from it. Um, and everybody involved in the whole chain. Um, the competence, uh, not only in the product, in the technical aspects of the product, but also in the in the field and and, and talking to talk and talking to contractors, uh, in in their language, um, and and third is um, the, the commitment. You know, to we 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 always like to say we we have to go the extra mile because you know ninety nine point five percent is not enough. We need to deliver and over deliver, and that I think is is what makes a difference.
1: Maybe I can um, add something, Alfred. Thank you very much. These are the, the values of our of our business, and we, we don't just write them down. We live them day by day. And the success is made out of our, our message. Our vision is that we want to touch our customers, not only by the mind as well as by the heart. And this is what we're doing, and this is the success of the company.
0: You guys have been so instrumental in supporting and and supporting of our schools and the education that we offer out there and I mean I go back with Alfred when I first came here to NWFA um, from the technical side and one of the strengths one of the things that you guys have really done was hit the streets and found guys with technical background and the ability to to use their hands you've really brought in some true craftsmen into into your organization that's obviously made an impact within the industry. It's made a big impact with our schools. We appreciate that. But is that sort of a part of your vision also?
2: Yes, Brad. Uh, absolutely. To, uh, like I mentioned, one of our uh, values uh, in, in our brand is, um, is competence. And um, we, you're right, we, we did not hire um, salesmen. We, we hired technical people, craftsmen. Uh, who speak the language, um, n- not so much because um, th- the sale is not always in, in the forefront, you know. is really helping and, and caring for people and caring for somebody's business. You know, if you have a business uh, with, with a truck and, and trying to lay floors, and I'm sure I know you have, um, then uh, it becomes important and almost vital for you to not getting hit with claims and not having issues. Uh, because you and your family make a living with, with doing what you do and using the products you're using. So um, it, it, the little thing we can add to that, contribute to that, is giving a good product. And, and, and showing you how to use the product makes a difference, all the
4: difference in the world. I'll just add something to that, Alfred, because I think that's an excellent point. But but it's also being able to support that contractor on site, being able to um, train those distribution, salespeople, counter guys, all that type of stuff. It's 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 a big part of what we do. And um, not only attending those classes, Brett, that you guys, but we also try to make sure that all of our people go through the classes so that even if they have a base of knowledge from 20 years experience, there we, we know that there's a, an additional line of uh, expectation once they've gone through those schools. And then they can, in many cases, pass that knowledge along you know like I said to distributors and and to everyone within the chain as Alfred mentioned so it's a big part of our strategy is to make sure that we have um, qualified really good people out there in the field representing our brand and um, and it shows with the passion that they have and and I think it echoes out into to our customers as well so that um, that passion is something that we work very hard on to to keep pushing forward on a regular basis because we believe that's what drives
3: that care, competence, commitment and everything we do. I'm just curious. I mean, we talk a lot about passion and the individual and, and really the culture and, you know, what NWFA does is try to community community um, where all of those things can be shared and expressed and, and talked about. And I wonder, just out of curiosity, what's what do you see as the biggest difference between the customers in Europe and the customers in the States? How do, how do the States differ in going to market?
1: I would say, the, the need for, for training and education here, what we have to do as a company, the need is bigger than in, in other countries or as well in Germany because there is a more basic or education, long education for, for installers or contractors. So I think the, the program we go here and the support of the education um, of the potential um, contractors here it has a bigger impact on our business than this has in Germany or in other countries. So
3: what can we learn from that? Do we need a more formalized education process in order to install and sand and finish floors? Great question, Michael. <laughs> I, I
4: can tell you, I think we're, we're a big proponent of, of additional trainings. You know, I think that's one thing that we've all acknowledged that our industry needs is a more qualified baseline for, for education. And that's as, as Michael was saying, um, in many other countries, they have that, and there's university programs and there's long skilled programs that are in place, and and we lack some of that here in the states, and that's why we've been such a proponent of NWFa. It's very specific to our industry, and it's a great training program to take someone through. So, uh, while we're a huge proponent of that, we do think that that people like yourself and us and and other manufacturers is a, a call for that to some degree, where we should band together and create more of that formalized type of training. It's only going to raise the entire industry up and 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 wages and for the contractor and everything involved so uh, we're a huge proponent of that that training
3: well and we I, one of the things i would my first trip to europe and understanding the marketplace there versus the difference here is how much you know there's a there's a required apprenticeship there's a there's a certain amount of time before you can actually go out and do the job and you know that's one of the things that we we've we've tried to start here with our apprenticeship program and we're just not sure how to make it You know, how do we take that from there is an apprenticeship to everybody does an apprenticeship? And that's the challenge, I think, that um, we certainly can learn from your experience as well as we as we move forward in trying to create that type of an environment. Um, I don't know. uh, The other thing that sometimes falls in the way is, you know, there's there's no requirement for license here. There's no requirement for really you could you could walk out of any life one day and the next day start a wood flooring business. And that's not a bad thing, but you know, certainly we'd like to see people that, that go that path find the training on the front end as opposed to the back end. So um, I'm not sure that regulation is the answer to that so much as just an awareness that there is a there is a path.
2: Oh absolutely Michael. And what we what we always do and and what we always did in the past is when when somebody starts, we always encourage people to start in the business, start in the industry because you can uh, you know, provide for families and, and, and people. Um, and, and we absolutely, definitely encourage everybody to go through uh, the classes of NWFA because that is um, a, a very good equivalent of, of um, what is happening in Europe. Of course, um, I'm, I'm not a believer uh, in, in mandatory things and in, in regulations, um, but the offering should be there and we just need to get the people to pick up on that and, uh, and, and show them what it could, could do for their lives. Yeah.
3: So one of the things we often hear from contractors for reasons as why they don't send people to training, whether it's ours or yours or anyone else's, is they, there's, a, there's a certain fear that if you educate your employee, they're going to leave and go to work for somebody else. So what do, what do you have to say to that? Yeah,
4: I mean, that, that's thats a fear in many industries that don't have the barriers to entry to the, the, like we don't have in our industry. I mean, you're exactly right, Michael. I mean, you can you can wake up Monday morning with a business card in and in a, in a trial, and essentially you can be a wood flooring installer. And so as you educate more, um, you do run that risk to some degree. But as I've met with many, many contractors over the years, um, everyone that, that seems to have a, a quality reputation in the industry is not scared of training their people because right. they understand that if they train them, yes, they may leave, but they're leaving to better their family. And that's okay.
3: And when you rather compete about against somebody who's not going to lower the exactly the right. profitability of and the market.
4: Exactly. Right. And the yeah, quality yeah. of their product goes up that they're to their end user. every part of it ends up being a better scenario. Um, when you train your installers,
3: yeah, I think my my answer oftentimes to that is, well, what if you don't train him any he stays? Absolutely, right. right. That's the whole point. Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. I can just um, add to that. Absolutely, uh, the, the people. Why do people leave companies? Uh, n- not because they are um, overtrained. Uh, they leave because of, of other reasons, or the culture is not there. Uh, but we, I never had anybody. Uh, undergo training and then leave to uh, to do something else. If the co- if the culture in the company is right, if if it's a fit, then then uh, everything works out. And everybody should do uh, uh, sh- should participate in trainings to get better.
0: And there's so many opportunities for training that are out there. I mean, I know you guys, Michael, mentioned it a little bit, but the trainings that you guys pull together, the training facility that you have. Um, other manufacturers, their programs, I mean, they're all valid and they're all so strong. And, and, and I do agree. And I think the original question about the comparison between Germany and specific or Europe and, and what we're doing, it's it's one that from this side of the pond, we look over there and we see people that are really going through and becoming masters. and. We've got programs in place that aren't necessarily as ingrained in every, in just normal society, so I look at that as really a a standard that we we try to achieve to um, but I think it 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 does take all of us to come together and try to get the importance of education and nudging people along to qualify themselves to become masters in this industry just period. Well guys this has been um, just a great a great opportunity to sit with with all three of you. Uh, during this time and i think we've talked about you know your past your history we've talked about you know what's what's happening today and and really where we strive to be what do you see for the future i mean from from tradespeople coming in to the future with you and your company yes
2: we we did talk about the past uh, 100 years and we're very happy and very glad to be here today and looking back um we talked about the presence um What's about to come is, um, the same of, of the, of the, of the greatness, the same of what we do today. Um, we're very committed to, um, the care and the competence and the commitment. We're very, uh, we have a very strong brand. We, we really love what we do. And, uh, we will continue to do the same thing, um, for, for the future, um, and to continue to educate people and, and help them grow. Um, and that is true for our um, for ourselves that's true for our uh, employees and that is hopefully true for also our customers
1: thanks Alfred maybe I just I just add um, that when we when we see our business model for the future we are looking for three pillars uh, as we as we already did today but we, we want to increase that three pillars we want to we want to be a partner for flooring from the early beginning from the cradle to the grave. That means there will be an industrial coating part. So of the industrialized businesses. So we, we put industrial coatings into the industry. We have our, what we're talking about there. What you see today is our Loba professional distributors and contractor business. And we want to enter in the DIY sec- sector as well. This is what we are going in the next years for the next years as our, as our plan. And again, keep Keep this team together, keep the passion alive. Don't don't get, be hungry every day. Humble and hungry, and make try to find every day make a, make a fan out of a customer. And if we do that, we will be successful in future as well. And um, there will be no limits for us.
4: I agree completely. I mean,
1: I don't know how I follow that, but but I do agree with uh,
4: <laughs> Alfred and Mister Fisher both that you know our. Our plan here in North America is to continue on the heritage that, that we've you know, been given such a great opportunity to grow. And we'll continue to, to do that and make sure that our customers are taken care of first and foremost. You know, the, the, the innovation in the products will continue. Um, what has got us here will continue. And uh, we're extremely excited about the next years to come. You know our our growth. We're, I mean, I, I say it many, many times, but you know it's just the beginning. We have um, big aspirations to be a long term part of, of this industry, and we want to really be a part of it that that continues to help rise it. You know, I mean, for us, it's is if we can be a small part of making this industry better, then that that's a long term win for us. And so that that's our mantra for the next hundred years, if that makes
0: sense. So. You guys are such great partners of ours. We can't thank you enough for. Taking the time to come and, and talk with Michael and I um, at our trade show at opening day of trade show and happy birthday and uh, we're looking forward to the next hundred and celebrating it with you. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Brett and Michael. It was a pleasure being here and um, I appreciate it very much. Thank you.